0: Uh, Sol is from Spirit Telecom, the CEO there was appointed, or I should say Managing Director, was appointed Managing Director in September last year. And since then, uh, the company has completed seven acquisitions and transitioned from a fixed wireless provider to a full-service IT and telco provider. Um, Spirit's focused on delivering better, faster, more reliable internet, and now is a leading provider of, high speed internet to small and medium businesses, Uh, high growth uh, strategy via the acquisitions. uh, Now their revenue growth has grown uh, this year, I believe it's up uh, 146%. So so Sol's going to give us an overview of Spirit, Telecoms, their growth strategy and a trading update up to the end of April. Sol, I'll
1: hand up to you. Thank you, Patrick. And uh, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the call. Great turnout, over 120 on the call. Um, Probably before I start, and it's tremendous to be able to provide you with a really strong trading update, as well as a glimpse into the organisation, what we're trying to do, is probably put a a visual in your mind in terms of what we do and who we are trying to become. Um, In the simplest form, if you think about people who use Officeworks, um, we are trying to become the Officeworks of the internet and IT for businesses across Australia. So very much that category killer, a modern day version of Officeworks, uh, a organisation that combines modern telecommunication services off our own network, uh, but also the bundled offerings. If you are sitting in an office or you're not, you look around your office, we provide all those services and take a clip on a recurring revenue basis of those. So if you think about Spirit, we're a modern telco providing IT services and really a category killer play for um, trying to be that office works of it and in Australia. So that's who Spirit is becoming. In terms of the trading update, maybe we can just go straight into the numbers because it, I'm very proud of what we've been able to achieve over the last period of time. In particular, the revenue growth, the recurring revenue growth and the stability of the income coming through the organisation during what is clearly a very tumultuous time across COVID um, and across businesses as well. So we've been able to deliver a kind of a consistent on a monthly basis, we're generating about four million in revenue. Um, what's important to look at there, contracted revenue on a month is over 50% at around 2.3, and they are contracted clients on average who are contracted to the organisation for 36 months. So why is that important? Clearly, during this period, we have contracted clients and are building annuity revenue streams for the business. In terms of the re- recurring revenue growth on a year on a four-month basis year-on-year. So what you have here is not a quarterly view, but a four-month view. So we were so confident in our numbers, we didn't just provide the market with a quarterly update, but we provided with a four-month view in terms of our performance. And that obviously has led to us growing our market capitalisation to circa $90 million. The organisation itself, as I've noted, um, has a very strong balance sheet. So we're circa $14.8 million in cash and debt we had a significantly oversubscribed capital raise through March where a number of high net worth families in the Sydney and Melbourne community joined the register. Additionally, five new blue chip institutions joined the register as well, and we were materially oversubscribed in the $9.2 million capital raising. So what you have in terms of a stock or an investment opportunity here, is not an organisation that needs to raise cash immediately. In fact, that cash is already in the business, and we're valued within that cash in the business. So no cash to be raised, there's not a dilutionary event here to, to take place. In fact we're growing. Additionally CBA provide us with an addition to our facility and we now have just under 11 million dollars in debt. Only about five million dollars of that debt facility is actually drawn now. Um, if you are a Shores client or a Shores growth client, we also have a buy in the stock and are valuing the stock at around fair value around 25 cents to 28 cents. Um, I think we're trading at around 21, 22 cents uh, on market today. So if you're looking at it from an investor perspective, you've got a high growth business that has inserted our set itself into a structural change, which is occurring as businesses move to cloud solutions, security solutions, and we're providing that off our own network. And that is the story that we try to articulate today. Just about SPIRIT once again, um, really diversified client list of recurring revenues. We play everywhere from the private school sector across Melbourne and Sydney to hospitals. So education and health make up 64% of our um, revenue mix and business around 37%. Why is that important? I think we all know um, that you don't want to be reliant to one particular vertical as we've seen through the COVID crisis. And we're certainly not a business that is relying on one particular vertical and that's why you know, I'm pleased to report. Once again, we have you know no material impacts to the business coming out of the COVID crisis. In fact, we're growing uh, as we've inserted ourselves into that structural change in the market. From an asset perspective, really vital for everybody on the call to understand, uh, we are a genuine telecommunications provider. We have our own network uh, which runs those services at a 74% gross margin. But what we've done also recently is launched Australia's largest aggregation play. Um, So we can now sell product through a digital model uh, online, and I'll talk about that in a few moments, through every pocket in Australia. And that might be an NBN product, that might be our product. So no longer are we simply selling just our own network at a high margin. If we can't sell the product at a high margin, at 74% gross margin on our network, then we'll sell that business provider other products and bundle those through. But more importantly, we're also bundling the cloud and security services, the infrastructure services. So in a, in a perverse way, some of the security risks that we're seeing and some of the hacking going on is, is seeing enormous growth in our business because it, 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 what it does is it means that organisations have to infrastru- refresh their infrastructure. They have to increase their security, and they also need our network to provide the high-speed internet going through that organisation as well. I guess the, the, the acquisition side of the business, that's the organic view. The acquisitions we've done seven in the last 12 months where well, we're cashed up and we've got two to three in the pipeline that um, we've been open to market they are in the midst of DD and going through that process. We pay typically um, on a multiple of three to f- uh, 4.5 or with earnouts, outs. So there's protection there for the investor as well. So you know, if you had to simplify, it, what are we actually doing? Well, We're modernising the way um, telcos provide services to businesses for two reasons. One, it makes economic sense. Two, the customer no longer just wants the high-speed internet or or the telephone service. A modern office or a modern business is using IT support. It's using Microsoft products. It's using managed Wi-Fi. So all the acquisitions that we completed over the last period of time, if I go back to the example of Officeworks, have offered us additional aisles so we started with aisle one where we had high-speed internet, then we added voice or telephony services, we added security through those acquisitions. So a bundle of services has moved from $600 a month, and now we're doing deals at $3,000 a month to $40,000 a month. When we're doing multiple, multiple site deals, we've just got a deal that came this morning in aged care that's been expanded, that's a $12,000, $13,000 deal wrapped around all those services. So what we're saying is, we're just not going to take a look on the internet. We're providing a modern bundle of services. And this is quite unique. If you're not familiar with the sector, the big boys or the big competitors in this space do not offer a bundled product. The other reason it's, it's, it's very important is it's stickiness. So you have 36-month contracts being locked in, and therefore it's very hard for that customer. It's very easy for a customer to leave if they've only got the internet. But if you support their IT, if you manage their infrastructure and security, they're not leaving. Just in terms of the business structure, um, there's three parts, three core parts to the business. The first one uh, on the left is Spirit X, which is Australia's largest digital aggregator of telco services. Um, that's actually, that slide's actually old because um, we announced to market only last week um, that we're now in around two million different addresses. So if you can think about the iSelect model or um, the Kogan model of aggregating different services, that's what we're becoming right now as well. We added NBN and that did wonders for the leads coming through over the last period as well. The Spirit Internet IT is the infrastructure business and the high-speed internet products that we sell. So if you need a 50-50 service or high-speed internet, we sell that through that business. That generates a circa five to 600 leads per month, right? So you can see the transactional volume coming through that business. That business now is also advertising on Sky News, the Fin Review. So we're now expanding the brand on a national basis. Trident Technologies is a Melbourne-based acquisition that we completed in February with our largest deal. Uh, That that was circa a $40 million revenue business. Very strong in three verticals, healthcare, aged care and education schools. There is literally not one debtor in that business. So strong cash flow, really reliable. And what the, what the business is trying to do is cross-sell those products and increase that invoice size for stickiness and economic purposes. And as I said, we're simply inserting ourselves into the opportunity as businesses need to move to the cloud and have high security needs and high needs for high-speed internet. This is a really important slide on the TCV or new sales that shows you the growth. What TCV stands for is an acronym for total contract value. And why is that important? Well, it's important because it's showing the demand for the products that are being marketed and sold by Spirit. And what is also important here is not just the growth in total contract value, um, but I want to stress to you that these are 36 month contracts. So the portfolio is not just a technology portfolio, it's a very strong annuity revenue stream coming through the business. Now, the reason the 36 month data contracts are important is because if we can't sell them the IT services on day one, we have three years to convince them to upsell those services at a point in time when we haven't had that before. So total contract value is growing, sales are up, but most importantly, we also have 36 month contract links with our data clients be able to upsell them to larger contracts as well, which is very critical and what this slide is showing. So we're not just executing, this is not a business that's just showing the PowerPoint, we're executing it through the numbers and that's showing the results coming through. So very proud that the strategy that we have developed is now pushing through into the commercial metrics and demonstrating that on market. Just quickly a Spirit X update. Um, so Spirit X, and if you're Want to have a look, uh, easy for anybody to go on, on that, go on to the spirit.com that are your website and do a check address. And that will bring up that is a digital Australia's largest aggregation of uh, telco internet B2B services in Australia. Um, I'm not I'm not um, there's no hyperbole in that. We are the largest in that space. We launched NBN in there only two weeks ago and had a great demand. So once again it's the aggregation marketplace model for telco. It hasn't been done before and we're the leading provider. That whole piece of intellectual property was built in-house with a significant investment that is now washed through the business as well. So what you have here is not just a strong brand, a bundle of services, but you have the most modern aggregator model of digital um, internet product. So the next phases of that will be we will be putting IT services and products into that platform, so it will move to a full marketplace environment, as you would've seen with a Kogan a iSelect as well. Just in terms of X and understanding the platform and what it is, it's actually got three components to it. Uh, it has a wholesale version, so we have customers going in there and taking the products at a wholesale level and white labeling them, um, and that only requires three clicks. So you can service qualify, look at the product, test the product, and then you can buy the product automatically. And the other part is businesses can now go into that platform as well, and buy products without talking to a salesperson. So we're now seeing the evolution and the straight through process through this platform of high speed internet, for businesses being sold all the way through an e-commerce platform. So if you game enough buy a product through it, um, and it will move you all the way to electronic, electronic contract in about three, four steps. The service qualification component of it, seeing if your address can actually be serviced used to take one person 48 hours 12 months ago. It can now complete that in under one second, and it can do that through a. a it can do that through a provider base which in it has Optus, Opticom, um, Focus, and all of those. So if we can't hit it off our network, we will sell you something else. I can guarantee you. Just in terms of our network coverage, um, we're in Melbourne, we're in Brisbane, Gold Coast, and Sydney on our own network, as I said before, um, if we can't provide you with the high-speed product here, um, we will provide you with an alternative. Now, why why is our network unique and why would someone buy Office versus a Telstra? Well, I'll give you an example. Um, it was only, um, only a few weeks ago and I talked about this in the investor presentation. We had a lead come in for a 500-person company out in Clayton in uh, Melbourne, and these are, these are usual examples. Um, Telstra was going to take four months to dig a hole through the uh, through the sidewalk, put that organisation on, and, and Telstra wanted twelve thousand dollars, and will take four months for that fibre to be installed. We got the lead on the Tuesday. Um, we service qualified it that day, and then it was installed the following week for eight hundred dollars on one gig, one gig service within a week. So that is the flexibility of the fixed wireless network where it can hit a particular business as well. That is very unique technology in the marketplace. In terms of where we're heading, um, organic, we'll launch the Trident acquisition products um, through uh, this calendar year as well. Um, national marketing, well, that's already begun. So that was, that's already been ticked off. If you're a Sky News watcher, um, if you watch the NRL footy show, we're all over that and we're all over the internet as well. Uh, we're aiming in this calendar year to be a $75, $80 million business. That's actually not too far away. It's one good acquisition away, and we want to be normalized EBITDA. We're kind of sitting around the 12 13% normalized EBITDA. We want to get to the, to the 15%. And as I said, we're very acquisitive, and the seven acquisitions that we completed last year, six have already been fully integrated into the business. Our COO, uh, who I will refer to as part of the board of directors on the next slide, has the calibre of people that we're attracting to the business. So our board of directors um, is made of some high caliber people. Uh, James Jocklin was, is the chairman. He was one of the leading mergers and acquisition partners in Australia. Greg Ritter um, joined us in October. So Greg, um, if you haven't heard of Greg, Greg is the chairman of Coglin.com. So um, Greg only joined us after seeing the spiritx platform. We are only his um, second ASX company that he's decided to join. Um, and I can guarantee you that... Uh, Greg has no, um, no, plenty of options in terms of boards that we can use. And Terry is a um, a very well known investor uh, and broker side. And Mark DeGuardia, who is my COO and executive director as well, is the previous CEO of IRNet who was acquired um, by TPG as well. So what you have here um, is a high grade business inserting itself into structural change. And then, but also not just executing on PowerPoint, it's executing commercially. Um, and it's got a very strong balance sheet in terms of its ability to acquire new targets. Um, in terms of acquisitions, we probably see you know further acquisition activity over the next two, two quarters, if not in this quarter as well. I don't want to put a time frame to it because we continue to be active through the due diligence process. But history will tell you that um, because we're strong on balance sheet and access to debt, through CBA, uh, we will acquire, and we but we will acquire at fair value. So, Patrick, that's a summary and a wrap on Thanks Spirit. I hope so. Thanks, Sol. Yeah,
0: be. great presentation. Thank you very much. If anyone's got any questions, please drop them in. I mean, so what sets you guys apart from other competitors out there? What What, what are the main differences you'd
1: say? Yeah, good question. I think the the high having our own high speed network, we literally can deploy a one gig or a high speed internet link. Um, in a, in a, in four or five days, so that the other component is, you know, the the, the majors don't offer a bundled service, right? They don't offer your high speed internet, your IT, your security all in one. Um, they haven't really got their heads around that particular piece. And businesses don't want to be dealing with multiple carriers. They don't want to have somebody who provides their high-speed internet and then provides your IT because they're on the phone to then two help desks and they don't know where things are actually going well. right? Um, and the third thing I'd say is, well, we're nimble and sometimes, you know, it's just about good old-fashioned service and we pick up the phone, Patrick. That's what we do. Um, uh, and sometimes you don't have to be that innovative, to provide a decent fair income level of service in this marketplace when the majors are not.
0: So so where, I mean, aside from uh, acquisition, where, where do you take your clients? Where are your clients coming from? Who are you taking them off? Is it off the, the, the big guys or is it off service and support businesses combination?
1: Yeah, it's a combination. Definitely off the big guys. The big guys are, are you know, really, so if you try to call Telstra right now, you can't mm. because they have no contact centre. Uh, yeah. So there is a lot of um, dissatisfaction. The other part is there, there is generally a um, there is a, a structural change going on that businesses are, are moving away from their rack-based um, or their on-premise services to cloud, right? And to be, able, to be able to do that, they need two things: they need a high-speed link, which we provide, and then the capability in those products. So there is a stru- we we we've inserted ourselves into a structural change that's occurring in SMBs and all those um, essential service providers as well. So um, it's partly around the dissatisfaction with the majors. It's partly that we're nimble. Um, And I think the other part is, there is a, I think 10 years ago, people were hesitant um, to go with the challenger brand, no more. In fact, the challenger brand and somebody who's nimble and can provide a solution and wants your business desperately, uh, businesses will make that choice now. Their risk appetite—not that they're taking huge risks—but their risk appetite for a, for a challenger brand is absolutely there. Uh, so, uh, what
0: recently happened with COVID and more people, you know, working from home, and it looks like there might be a shift towards more and more people working from home—is that an opportunity for you guys?
1: In particular, yeah, definitely. Or? I mean, the, the reality of it is when people are working from home, they still have to dial in. Um, we, off, we, we do have a home portfolio. It's not a, it only makes up around 10%, even less, probably 8% of our business these days. Where the opportunity is, and I'll give you a really is, is those businesses who haven't moved to the cloud. So we've got, you know, the minute that happened, we had multiple law firms calling us uh, who are on um, what are called thin clients or slow connections. That means the partners literally would, t- similar to when, when I press um, this slide, it takes a second. So we have got a, lo- a lot of professional services firms who literally can't work from home, right, because they haven't had their applications in the cloud. When their applications are on the cloud and you've got 100 white-collar or 200 white collars professionals dialling into an on-premise server with no security, it's impossible for them to work regardless of where they are. So huge opportunities and that migration to the cloud Um, is critical um, in terms of our ability to execute, but also grow.
0: Beautiful. So, thank you very much. Uh, ST1 is the stock code there. Uh, So get that in your watch list, or if you want to go on market, get in there. Um, Thank you for that presentation.